Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome into episode number 555 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB coming at you solo dolo this week, but we got some fun stuff to talk about. We got the fills, the deadline is looming. We, we're gonna have hopefully some trade deadline news because the Phillies, as of this recording, have not made a single move yet. But a lot of players are now off the market. A lot of players are getting traded already. Gotta make some moves, Dave. We're going to talk about this Phillies unfortunate and just dreadful series loss to the Pirates. Uh, we are going to obviously talk about, if you're not watching on YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia, what are you doing? I'm wearing I'm wearing the, the, the proper attire. The Kelly Greens are back. You guys know my stance on Kelly Green. I'm going to give my takes on the jerseys. I'm going to give my takes on just the, the concepts and everything. Uh, but Kelly Green officially, by the time you guys are listening and watching this, will be on sale at the Eagles Pro Shop. This is not a paid ad from the Eagles, but you can go get your Kelly Greens. Uh, and they'll be available online, too, at the same time that they're available at the Pro Shop. So if you can't make it, you can go online and you can order it as well from the Birds. Uh, we'll also get into the Philadelphia Union as they continue to progress through the League's Cup. Um, and I believe that may be it. Plus, i got to give a shout-out to some of my Philly lacrosse boys who showed up in Dallas this week rocking the birds. So, shout-out to the Philly boys. Um, but we'll get into all of that. We'll get into some uh, some up-to-something season details. Uh, we'll get into... Uh, just what we got coming up, you know, this is the last episode of the month of July. It was a phenomenal month for us here. Uh, so again, thank you. If you listen, if you watch, if you subscribe, if you support any of the content we're putting out across any of our social channels, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. That's on Twitter, Instagram, threads, TikTok, at underground PHI, facebook.com, Slash Underground Sports PHI. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI, so you can watch every Wednesday night show live before it goes out to anywhere else, and you can join the conversation there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311, Instagram and threads, KBIZZLE11, and on TikTok at KB Underground. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way, a long, long way for helping more people find the show. Uh, we are currently a top 1,500 U.S. sports podcast in general, so that's pretty fucking cool. Um, but let's get better. Go subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Uh, let me know how you're feeling about the, the Kelly Greens, how you're feeling about the Birds. 
the Phils, the Union, the Flyers, Sixers, whatever it may be, leave it in a podcast review, and we will read them on the show if you leave them. So go leave a podcast review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That is, like, imperative. You want to support us without, like, dishing out money, which is never required, but there's ways to do that as well. But if you want to support us, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. You get full video episodes of every podcast on our network you get live streams which will be coming more often now that we've uh, hit the partner program in a partial sense on youtube you get shorts clips interviews all that good stuff on our youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia we need to get to 600 subscribers at the very least before the end of august we also need to get to a thousand before September 4th, otherwise DJ, my co-host of the Outside the Box podcast, has to move to Alaska. I don't think anybody wants that for the boy. Go subscribe. I don't want my boy to be celebrating his birthday pending a trip to Alaska. That is going to be permanent. So go subscribe, support us, support our content, watch everything we're doing, youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia. And like I mentioned, this show is presented by the city of Vineland and the city of Vineland municipal calendar features city organized, city sponsored and city affiliated events that are of public interest. Excuse me, of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city, Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Let's get into it the fight and fills ladies and gents it's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at phi apparel company the most amazing merch partners in the game we got our philly dog shirt it, it got announced today and i'm gonna get into that as well when we talk about the birds that the the georgia bulldogs philadelphia eagles uh combination there you got your kelly ringos deandre swift nolan smith Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, all those boys went to Georgia. They got a Philly Dogs group chat. You can get the Philly Dogs shirt that we had before that group chat was even publicized. But if somebody knows any of those guys that I can get that shirt to, let me know. Uh, you guys can get your official Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch. You can get Philly sports merch that you're going to stand out in the crowd by wearing when you're rocking your merch from PHI Apparel Company. They are simply the best in the game. If you want to support us directly in a monetary way, get your merch. Go to phiapparel.co and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any, and I mean any, and all merch orders. Uh, you'll look the flyest in the room. Uh, so go to phiapparel.co, code UNDERGROUND, 10% off any and all merch orders. The fight and fills, guys, they dropped two out of three to the Buccos in the cross-state rivalry matchup in Pittsburgh. 
flat-out embarrassing effort there. Um, not what you want to see from this baseball team. Poor management in the in the rubber match on Sunday by Rob Thompson. Um, poor roster construction with the starting lineup. Pulling Christopher Sanchez after five innings. It turns out he had a stomach bug. If you're sick, buddy, why are you playing? Um, just a piss-poor effort this weekend in a situation where you can't have a piss-poor effort. You need to be going all in and playing your best baseball to this point in the season right now to show to the front office, to show to Dave Dombrowski, to show to Sam Fold, to show to John Middleton that there is a reason that they need to be investing in this team at the deadline, that there's a reason for them to go out and make big-time moves. You know, tonight Randall Gritchick and C.J. Crone were traded to the Angels who are just going all in and getting every player to convince Shohei Otani to stay in LA. Who knows if that's going to work, but they're, they're gobbling up players left and right from other teams that, you know, they felt like they were contenders. Now there's less players on the market. Teams like the Chicago Cubs and the San Diego Padres had good weeks and good weekends. And now they're taking their players that a lot of people felt could be, you know, deadline acquisition type pieces they're taking them off the market and saying, hey, we're not trading them. We're going to try to go and compete for a wild card. We're going to go and try and compete for uh, a division title. We're going to go and try and compete with the teams that are ahead of us right now because we're in the mix again. That screws the Phillies in so many ways. You know, there was already a limited number of players that you could go out and get. You know, Lucas Giolito was a guy that Matt and I talked about on Wednesday night as a potential target for the Phils. He goes to the Angels. You know, you look at Gritchick was a, a potential outfield option for the Phils. He goes to the Angels. You look at a guy like Jordan Hicks out of the bullpen. He goes to the Toronto Blue Jays on Sunday. Um, you know, a guy like Lance Lynn goes to the Dodgers. Joe Kelly goes to the Dodgers. Uh, you know, you, you get Max Scherzer going to the Rangers. Not that the, I felt like the Phillies were in the mix or would even consider Max Scherzer, but that's another move. Um, Jordan Montgomery goes to the Texas Rangers. That was a guy that was linked to the Phillies quite a bit. So the, the Phillies are kind of running out of options right now as we sit here by the time you guys are listening to this. One full day away from the trade deadline. The trade deadline's on August 1st. You got one day left before the deadline, before deadline day, to to make something happen going into your most important series of the season down in Miami, taking on the Miami Marlins. It, it, it does not get more important than that. Another team that's trying to buy players, trying to go in and secure players um, that, that could be of interest to the Phillies because the Marlins are right in the thick of it as well. That's a team the Phillies are directly competing with, not only in the division, but for the wild card standings. The Phillies need to buckle down. And, and you know, the fact that Aaron Nola couldn't step up for you this weekend uh, in a big spot and go win a game to help you win a series. Like the fact that the offense has been abysmal, the top of the lineup has been dreadful. Trey Turner has been a shell of what Phillies fans expected half of him to be this season. Nick Castellanos, who is our boy, we love Nick. You guys know that. He's our guy. He's been cold since the All-Star break and, and needs to figure some things out offensively. Uh, you know, Bryce Harper right now isn't hitting for the same power that we know Bryce Harper can hit for. 
when Rob Thompson's benching Bryson Stott against lefties for whatever godforsaken reason, you're limiting this lineup offensively. You know, JT Real Muto has been god-awful for most of the season with runners in scoring position like he has his entire career. You know, the, there's uh, a lot of moments. Today Today was just an abysmal game across the board, offense, defense, and in between. But there's so many instances right now where this Phillies team is just not playing to their their expectation and their capabilities as a team that it frustrates you as a fan. I'm sure it frustrates these guys as players. But, you know, one bat at the trade deadline is not going to fix this team. One pitcher at the trade deadline is not going to fix this team. You're going to have to make multiple moves to improve this roster. You're going to have to figure some things out with guys who are pivotal pieces to this team getting to the postseason, like Trey Turner, like Kyle Schwarber, like Nick Castellanos, like Bryce Harper, you know, Harper more on the power side of things. Like, he's hitting for average. He's getting on base. But, like, you need these guys to step up more so than they have, you know, over the past couple of months and even for the the entirety of the season with some of these guys. And, you know, it, it's a testimony to the young players who have stepped up like Stott, like Brandon Marsh, like Alec Bohm, who have been pivotal to this Phillies team even being where they are right now at 56-49. and 49. You know, the fact that the Phillies are above water right now, they they have a positive run differential, and they're playing above their expect like their expectations in terms of expected win loss is a miracle because they have not been the full complete version of themselves at all this season. And they're still in the mix, they're still in the wild card, and that should give Phillies fans more optimism than what I think is being conveyed online. The fact that they haven't hit a, a stride, the fact that they haven't put it all together all at once this season as a complete roster should give us a little bit of hope. It should give us a little bit of hope that there is room for this team to improve even at this point in the season. There is room for this team to grow. There is room for this team to to figure some things out down the stretch in August and September to go on another run Hopefully get back to the World Series like we know we can. And it all starts with the trade deadline. Look at what happened at the deadline last year. You go and get Brandon Marsh. You go and get David Robertson. You go and get Noah Syndergaard. Those three guys were all pivotal pieces to the Phillies going on that run in September and going to the World Series. One way or another. And Brandon Marsh is a cornerstone piece of this franchise for the next half decade at least. So, I mean, moves can still be made, but you're running out of options. Teams are gobbling up players. They're offering teams packages that are much more than what I think a lot of teams were expecting to have to give up for players. But that's the trade deadline. It's a seller's market. There's so many teams that are in the mix right now, both in the American and National League, that the sellers have have the upper hand. They, they have that at their disposal to go in and say, hey, we want this, this, and this from you. You want to make the playoffs, right? Then you're going to have to pay a premium for our players if you want to make the playoffs. If you feel like these players can move the needle for you and get you to where you want to go in August, September, and October 
and hopefully finish at the mountaintop of winning the World Series, you're going to have to pay a premium for these players. That's just the name of the game, and teams can't be afraid to go out and, and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to pull this pinball trigger back and, and let this thing bounce around and see what happens. That's what you have to do with the trade deadline. That's what good GMs do. That's what good front office executives do. Dave Dombrowski is one of those front office executives that I believe is very good at his job. So we'll see what happens with the deadline. I, I don't want any Mets players on this team, to be quite honest. And those are the two. I keep seeing the Phillies get linked to. It's Mark Canna and Tommy Pham. And I don't want anything to do with either of them. I'd prefer Canna over Pham, but that's just from a, a like personal standpoint. But I don't want either of those guys on the team. The, the amount of times the Phillies have made trades with the Mets, I'm scarred from taking on. play. Like, if the Mets don't want you, I don't want you. <laughs> you know? Like, if the Mets are trying to get rid of you, there's a reason. And and this Mets team, Lowell Mets, is, is hilarious. Like, they could potentially be getting rid of Justin Verlander by the trade deadline as well, which is absolutely comical to me that this team thought that they could go in with two 40-year-old aces. That should be an Adam Sandler movie, the 40-year-old aces, um, and, and could compete and, and try to win a championship and try to build upon the success of a 101 win season that ended in failure for them. Um, but I don't want I don't want either of them. I don't want to give the Mets any prospects for either of those guys. Don't do it. Uh Teoscar Hernandez is probably my my number one right now with Cody Bellinger off the table because the Cubs said they're not going to trade Cody Bellinger now. Um which is so dumb. That's that's a loser franchise mentality. I know the Cubs are three and a half back in the wild card and they're four back in their division. But that is that is such a loser mentality. Like the Cubs, I'm sorry. You're 53 and 52. Yes, you're you're the only team with a positive run differential uh of no outside of the Reds being plus three right now. Um that have stayed at a positive in your division throughout the season pretty much. The Cubs aren't making the playoffs, guys. Like their only way in more than likely is going to be the wild card. Could the Reds and Brewers fall off? Sure. But I, I like the Cubs are, are so dumb. <laughs> They're so dumb. Chicago, like, what do, what do you say? What do you say? You just give us Cody Ballinger and we call it one. We call it one. Um, you know, Jack Flaherty's probably another name to keep an eye on for the Phillies. The deadline looms. You know, he's probably the next piece that the Cardinals sell off. Wouldn't be shocked if the Pirates sell some, some players off as they – uh, you know, try to continue pushing forward towards their ever long rebuild. The Rockies, I'm sure, will continue to sell pieces off. The the Padres are dumb for not selling anybody off, but that's just the Padres for you. Um, surprise, the Oakland A's haven't traded away anybody yet. The Mariners could be sellers, um, like a Teoscar Hernandez could be somebody that the Phillies inquire about. Um, surprise, the Royals haven't tried to sell anybody off yet. The White Sox. Dylan Cease would net you a, a haul, and I'm surprised that they are holding on to him. Uh, the Tigers, Michael Lorenzen is another name that I'm shocked the Phillies haven't had any like full-on connections to with Dave Dombrowski's connection to Detroit. The Phillies made a trade with Detroit in the offseason. Uh, Lorenzen would be a phenomenal addition to this rotation. Um, so that's a name I'm just keeping an eye on. I would love Max Kepler from the Twins. Um 
but they're they're probably not going to sell anybody off of note. But Max Kepler would be a dream. Um, and then the the AL East, nobody's going to sell because they're just morons and the Yankees are clueless. Um, the Red Sox are also kind of clueless, but nobody. There, there's very limited teams there, like Detroit, Chicago, Kansas City. Cleveland, Minnesota, like those five teams, they're just an anomaly in and of themselves. Oakland, Seattle, um, the Mets, the Nationals, Pirates, Cardinals, Rockies. Those are your teams that are probably sellers at the deadline. Everybody else is either going to stay pat or they're going to be buyers or try to be buyers. And and that's the, the beauty and the frustration of the MLB trade deadline in a year like this where so many teams are competitive, which is great for baseball, but when you're a fan of a team that is competitive and is trying to improve at the trade deadline, you're competing with so many teams to try to get better, and it's just, it's it's going to be tough. You're, you're competing with like three-quarters of the league to get better. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, with the deadline and everything. But Phillies, they, they got to figure some things out offensively. They need to figure out who's available at the deadline and who can help them kind of get to this next push, uh, you know, stretch run that they have coming up here. And it all starts in Miami to begin this week. Like this key, this is a key series for your season um, against the Marlins coming up here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday down in Miami. So. Phillies have a lot to figure out <laughs> before this deadline. Like they could have new players coming into this team before this series is over, or they could be leaving this series with some new players. So by the time Wednesday show rolls around, we'll be talking acquisitions, hopefully for this Phillies team and, and what they do at the deadline. But uh, let's take a look at the run differentials across the NL East and Major League Baseball. It's brought to you by our friends over at Wasted Wedge. And I want to tell everyone about a brand new way to drink shots with your friends and family when you're playing golf from our new friends at Wasted Wedge. Wasted Wedge is going to change the way you enjoy celebrating drinking on and off the course. It's more shots, more fun. Think of Shotski, but it's a golf club. It's way easier to, to bring around, it folds down into a compactable bag that fits in the side pocket of a golf bag. Uh, there's extender pieces to make it more enjoyable, get more people involved, more shots, more fun. And it's all plastic cups. There's no glass, no mess, no hot glue, no breakage. You're just going to have fun. So check out their full lineup of Wasted Wedge uh, wedges and merchandise at WastedWedge.com and find them on Instagram and Facebook and Threads at Wasted Wedge. Be sure to follow them. Let them know you're coming from Underground Sports Philadelphia. They've been an awesome partner to us over the past few months and uh, hoping to do some more things with Wasted Wedge going into the final uh, stretch of the summer here and into the fall uh, because they have been awesome partners for us. So go to WastedWedge.com. Get your Wasted Wedges. Tag us when you get them. Tag them on social media as well when you get them. Uh, and follow them, Facebook, Instagram, threads, at Wasted Wedge. Remember the name, WastedWedge.com. Looking at the NL East run differentials, the Atlanta Braves at 67-36. and 36. They've scored 583 runs this year and have a plus 151 run differential. They're on their original Pokemon grind in terms of run differential, including Mew in the mix. Um... 
Then the Miami Marlins have leapfrogged the Phillies again in the standings by half a game at 57-49. and 49. Uh, They have scored 436 runs, the fewest in the division by far, given up 457 for a negative 21 run differential, playing at an expected win-loss rate of 51-55. and 55. Uh, then you go to our Philadelphia Phillies at 56 and 49 equal in the loss column with the Marlins. Uh, the Phillies have scored 470 runs, the second most in the division. They have a plus eight run differential still. Uh, then the lull New York Mets at 50 and 55, they have scored 466 runs this year and have a negative 10 run differential. And then the stolen franchise Washington Nationals at 44 and 62 have scored 456 runs this year but have a negative 94 run differential. The Colorado Rockies still at the tail end of the National League at a negative 148 run differential. Chicago Cubs at a plus 57 and in third place in the NL Central. Um... Diamondbacks starting to fall off a bit. They're in a negative one run differential. The Giants kind of making waves over them at plus 24. The Dodgers at plus 88. Then we look at the American League. The Texas Rangers at plus 145, leading the way uh, in the American League. The Oakland A's at 30 and 77 have a negative 255 run differential as they've given up a major league high 642 runs this season. But the Colorado Rockies are catching up at negative, at giving up 605. Um, Kansas City Royals and a negative 169 run differential, which is also pretty bonkos. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays have a plus 135. The Baltimore Orioles. I'm going to be in Baltimore this week coming up, too, on Friday night as they take on the Mets. So I'm excited to, uh, to boo the Mets uh, from Baltimore and root for the Orioles. Um, should be a fun time. Hopefully seeing the boy Cole Irvin, underground athlete, pitch for them. That would be a great time. Um, Orioles in first place in the American League East with a plus 48 run differential. So run differentials going crazy all across Major League Baseball as the trade deadline looms. But those are your NL East and Major League run differential rundowns brought to you by our friends over at Wasted Wedge. Let's get into the the big story, though. You guys, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see me in my my vintage shout-out, no free shout-out, Mitchell and Ness throwback Eagles hat, my Kelly Green flannel on. It's brought to you by our friends over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. They just went through a nice little uh, refresh of their look. Uh, So you're wondering, who is Kenny? They're smooth, clean, and bright with taste to boot. Kenny is the routine choice of folks who want a balanced, flavorful, no-frills beer that's right for any occasion, including tailgating to go and get your Kelly Green merch on a Monday morning at 4 a.m. Some call it the best light beer they've ever had. We just say you can't beat the original. It's 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs. The new gold tops are absolutely beautiful. It's an awesome new refresh for Kenwood Beer. You can go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia and now Pittsburgh area. Shout out to the Yinzers. Shout out to Wes Euler, friend of the program. Uh, but go to KenwoodBeer.com. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. The Kelly Green jerseys have arrived. They got leaked on the internet on Saturday, so the Eagles said, screw it, we're going to release them ourselves, and have started to unroll 
the the green carpet, if you will, uh, with the the photos at least. They haven't put out the promotional video, which I'm sure is coming on Monday, which was the original announcement date. Um, but they put out the promotional photos of a bunch of players in the Kelly green jerseys. And I'll tell you guys this, and if you are a longtime listener of this show, you know my stance on Kelly Green. You know that I, I think it is the nostalgia of a losing era of Eagles football. Uh, it is it is just one of those things that you you long for because it's been gone for so long. And it, it is one of those things that Kelly Green never brought success. It never brought you a championship. It, it, was, it was the epitome of a losing era of Eagles football. That, that is where I stand on Kelly Green in terms of like what it reminds me of. And I wasn't even around when Kelly Green was in, in full send mode, really. You know, I, I remember some of the, the early 90s just from like seeing it as a kid. But Midnight Green is, is my Eagles. Like that's, that's what I have core memories about of Donovan McNabb, Brian Dawkins, you know, that era of Eagles football is core memories for me. That's what I remember the Eagles as, and that's what they are now. They wear the, the midnight green now, um, not Kelly Green. Kelly Green's cool aesthetically. Like, it looks nice. It's fun to wear. It's a good outfit. You know, I, I wouldn't have the hat if I didn't think it looked good. Um, I will say. The Kelly Green uniforms that the Eagles are rolling out as their their alternate jerseys this year, um, as one of their alternate jerseys this year, I should say, look way better than I expected. Um, they look great on the players. I think they're going to look great on game day. The, the helmet came out um, on Sunday. It looks very, very clean. I'm very impressed. I think it's the best throwback. Uh, of any that's come out in 2023 by far it clears every single throwback uniform it's in a tier in and of itself um they did a really really awesome job with it now i have to say this to the people out there the people saying that they need to bring back kelly green as the permanent jersey people saying kelly green needs to be the the de facto default jersey for the Eagles, you're out of your goddamn mind. You're out of your minds if you think Kelly Green needs to be the de facto number one jersey for the Eagles. Midnight Green has brought so much success to this team from Andy Reid's tenure, from the Eagles winning their first Super Bowl in Midnight Green to going to another Super Bowl in Midnight Green. You're out of your mind. If you think they should go back to an era of losing football on the field, people just lose their minds over Kelly Green because it's what the typical WIP caller wants. It's what Tom from Haverford is calling about. It's what Butch from Maniunk grew up watching and gets nostalgia from, from ranting about it on a Monday after an Eagles game day on the afternoon show. That's all Kelly Green is. Kelly Green is the embodiment of sports radio and just just loser mentality in terms of era of Eagles football. I'm sorry to break it to you guys. The Eagles have two other jerseys in their repertoire already 
that are superior to the Kelly Greens. It's the Midnight Green, number one. I think the Eagles Midnight Green is the best jersey in football by far. The Eagles blackout uniform, far superior. The Eagles blackout uniform is one of the best sports jerseys ever. No no cap, none whatsoever. The blackout uniform with the midnight green trim and accents, green helmet, black helmet, whichever one you want, the midnight green accents on the blackout uniform is just beautiful. The Eagles blackout uniform is hands down far superior to the Kelly Green. Now where I'll say Kelly Green is better, it's better than the Eagles white jersey. And that's just simply me not being a big fan of white uniforms in general across any sport for the most part. There, there's very few that, that make the cut in being like a perfect, you know, white jersey. The Phillies pinstripes being one of them. Now, I'm not saying the Eagles white jersey is bad. It's just typical combination that they wear it with that is just like, meh. But I'd put the Kelly Green above the white jersey. White jersey number four for me. It's midnight green blackout and like this like right there for me then it's Kelly Green and then it's white hate to break it to you but you're getting like it was ridiculous the build up the people complaining give us the Kelly Greens give us the Kelly Greens and it gets leaked and then some of the old heads too complaining that the jerseys did not look like what they wanted them to look like get out of here Get out of here. Nobody wants to hear from you. But I will say the Eagles did a phenomenal job. I'm going to give it a 9.2 out of 10 on just like overall beauty, grace, and that's just from not having seen them in person. Just on image alone, on just the the images that were released alone, and from the the couple of videos that came out from from training camp today, 9.2 out of 10. Shout out Reggie White. Easily the best throwback uniform of any of the ones that were rolled out this offseason. By far. So the Eagles did a great job with the Kelly Greens. I'm excited to see see the guys wear them. That's for sure. We're going to find out when they're wearing them on Monday. And um, maybe we'll be doing a Kelly Green jersey giveaway. Who's to say? Who's to say? Maybe we'll be doing that. Um... But I, I I do think that the Kelly Green nostalgia hype train is way overdone. Um, it, it, it is aesthetically very pleasing. Like, it looks nice. It looks good. It's a good piece of attire for an outfit. It's a good piece of wardrobe. The vintage stuff is awesome. I have a bunch of it. That's not to say... That it's still not the best in terms of like wanting to replace what is just a beautiful uniform already. I think if the Eagles, you know, you can have four uniforms. They just keep the Kelly Green in the mix. You're good to go. Don't get rid of the black. Don't get rid of the Midnight Green. And I think Midnight Green is not going anywhere so long as Jeffrey Lurie is the owner of the team because he's the one that was the proponent for Midnight Green. Um, so I don't think we have anything to worry about there, but Kelly green hype, tone it down, 
relax. It looks nice. It looks great. And this is coming from somebody who is a Kelly Green non-truther. It looks very nice. Like I said, 9.2 out of 10 on the jerseys. Mitchell and Ness, if you want to collab with us, hit my line. I'd love to do something with you guys. Because I saw you tweeting a whole bunch of stuff about what you're rolling out for this Eagles season. Would love to do something with you guys. But Kelly Green is here. I think this is the last throwback uniform rollout too. So the Eagles did it the best. Even though they got leaked. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's that on that with Kelly Green. The Philly Dogs group chat. I need somebody to get me in touch with Eagles PR. Because we made these shirts in April when we drafted Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter. Added them to Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis. Then we draft Kelly Ringo. Then we get DeAndre Swift. I need somebody to get me in touch with the Eagles PR team so I can get these shirts to these Eagles players. Because even if one of them, even if one of them wears the shirt, that would be awesome. Like, that would be all. Even if it's Nick Sirianni. Like, it's too perfect for these Eagles players that went to Georgia to not have these shirts in their wardrobe. And they would just look so cool in them. So if there's somebody out there from Eagles PR land that I can talk to, that I can collaborate with our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company to get Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, Kelly Ringo, and DeAndre Swift, these Philly dog shirts, get some for their families, whatever it may be. Like, I, I need that to happen. Like, that needs to happen in 2023. So if there's somebody out there in Eagles PR land, please let me know because it, it would be an accomplishment in and of itself for us to just allow these guys to, to rock this awesome merch. Just saying. It would it would make my year to have that happen. Oh, I need it to happen. <laughs> um before I, I keep it pushing, talk to you about our friends over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. I got my blue light glasses right here, actually, that have been keeping my eyes safe all weekend as I've been watching lacrosse. So I've been editing videos and clips on my phone, on my computer. My eyeballs feel fantastic when I'm wearing my Tomahawk Shades uh, Blue Light Plus glasses. They're the, the best glasses, whether it's blue light, sunglasses. They are the best that I've ever worn in my life. Uh, and they're for a fraction of the price. And Tomahawk Shades has you covered. They also have a brand new app available in the App Store, and I believe in Google Play as well. Definitely the App Store. I have an iPhone, so I, I know from that aspect uh, that you can download. And when you download the app, you can claim a free pair of sunglasses just for downloading the app. Go to TomahawkShades.com or download the app. Check out everything in the app as well. Browse their sunglasses, their blue light glasses, their prescription lenses. And when you go to check out, when you have your cart all filled up, use promo code USP. For 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP for 25% off at TomahawkShades.com. Shout out to the best in the game. Tomahawk Shades. 
promo code USP, 25% off. Um, some general stuff here with Underground Sports Philadelphia that we just, I, I keep forgetting to talk about on the show with you guys. Uh, the homies, the Arkells, are coming back to town. They're going on tour, and they're kicking the tour off in Philadelphia September 29th uh, at the TLA, which is very, very cool. Um, when I saw the tour announcement, I got very excited that it was at the TLA. That is the scene of where we got to sit down with the Arkells in the green room and have an awesome podcast conversation with them before they went out on stage and absolutely tore it up for the TLA. Um, so the TLA has a special place in my heart, especially when the Arkells are in town. They're kicking off their tour in Philly September 29th. I will be there for sure. I'm going to be honest. I'm sure Sarah will be there if she can. I'm sure Matt will be there if he can. Um, we're, we're trying to get the Arkells back on the show too. And they've got a new album coming out. Um, but the Arkells coming back to town for their next tour and kicking it off in Philadelphia because how else would you want to do it? September 29th, we'll be there at the TLA supporting the homies, the Arkells. Uh, and also other news coming from us, um, probably wondering uh, if you listen to this show and you also consume what was formerly known as the Dan Russo Show, uh, which is our Vineland High School football coaches show that has existed on our network for the last five years. It's one of our original uh, branch off projects that we've done uh on our network you know football season is a big time of year for underground sports philadelphia from the eagles to vineland football um obviously coach russo no longer the head coach of vineland high school football he uh he stepped down and coach guzman now the head coach of vineland high school football which is very exciting um, I'm super stoked for Coach Goose. He's been around since I've been involved with Vineland High School football with the Dan Russo Show podcast and doing the play-by-play announcing for Vineland Public Broadcasting. Uh, but I am thrilled to announce we, we confirmed uh, late this past week that the show, formerly known as the Dan Russo Show, will be continuing on. Still thinking of a new name whether it will be, you know, in, in namesake of Coach Guzman or if we just rebrand it as a whole to kind of keep it uh, a little bit more generic uh, with Violent High School football. But the Violent High School football coaches show will be returning for a sixth season on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network with yours truly, with Coach Guzman every single week during Violent High School football season uh we're working on some details we're trying to take this show to another level um get it more involved with the community and and bringing you some awesome content this football season i'm very stoked that coach guzman is going to take over the mantle uh, and i'll get a chance to talk with him every single week um which is going to be very awesome I'm, I'm stoked about that and uh it will be on the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast feed, whether it's Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, it'll be on the main podcast feed. And then uh, it will be available on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That is where the Violent High School Football Coaches Show will live with myself and Coach Guzman 
every single week during football season this year for Violent High School football. Stoked to have him back, um, you know, in the fold, and stoked to have him as you know a, a creator on our network now. And uh, I I can't thank Coach Russo enough for wanting to do the show in the in the jump. You know, Violent High School Red and Gray Gridiron Group approached us in 2018 about having this show and and doing this show and I think it's been a wild success um, since day one it has only gotten better and better as the years have gone on um, and I'm excited that this show gets to continue to to be exclusive to underground sports Philadelphia it's something that I take big pride in it's something that we as a company take huge pride in that our city our alma mater high school wise um, came to us and, and wants to create with us and wants to be part of what we're building here uh, at Underground Sports Philadelphia. So Coach Guzman, now uh, a podcast host as well. Um, very excited and I, I can't, I, I don't have enough good words in my vocabulary to say about Coach Guzman. He is the best and um, I can't thank Coach Russo enough too for the last five years of, of doing the show and we went out with a bang for sure with with uh you know the one of the most viral high school football plays that did not involve a player of all time um but thank you to coach Russo for for five great years of of co-hosting the show with me we had players on a bunch and um i'm looking forward to this this next era of the violent high school football coaches show uh, presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group, Underground Sports Philadelphia, and we'll have more details uh, as they come along, but we're working out those details hopefully uh, in the next week or so um, to get things rolling and, you know, football season's right around the corner. Um, so big things coming here at Underground Sports Philadelphia with football season that you won't want to miss. Uh, and speaking of, shout-out to my Philly boys, out in Dallas playing in the PLL this weekend. Michael Sowers, Pat Resch, Grant Ament, um, repping the birds down in Dallas, getting some some big time love from uh, from the hometown, rocking the birds, which was awesome. Chris Bates dropping a you know I'm an Eagles fan, so getting a win in Dallas that was great, and um, you know it's it's always fun watching the Philly boys. Do it the right way down in Dallas. Um, so shout out to the Philly boys in the PLL. Shout out to the PLL. I'll be in Baltimore this week as well, uh, taking in the PLL. So if you're in the Baltimore area and you somehow listen to this show, um, come say what's up if you're going to be at PLL Baltimore at Homewood Field. I'll be there all weekend. I'll be at Camden Yards on Friday night hanging out. Um, taking in Orioles Mets. So if you're going to be at that game, also come say what's up. I uh, would love to uh, say hello to some of our Baltimore listeners. If you exist, who knows? Uh, but that's all I got for you guys on uh, this edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Underground PHI. YouTube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia subscribe 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 to the youtube channel please 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 we need to get to 600 subscribers before august ends this is your mission let's do it 
Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash undergroundsportsphi and twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi so you can watch every Wednesday night show live with myself and Matt. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311, KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads and at KB Underground on TikTok. I also may be popping up on another podcast this week doing a, a guest appearance that you won't want to miss. So that's why you got to follow me and you'll be able to see where I may be popping up this week. Very excited about a potential opportunity to hop on as a guest uh, on a, a Good Friends uh, podcast as well. Um, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Please subscribe. Please, please, please. If you love me, if you love our content creators here at Underground Sports Philadelphia, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, and like I've mentioned, this podcast presented by the City of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or are a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you are considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100, Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. A big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. And be sure to get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off any and all merch orders. Support us in a big way. And when you get your merch, tag us, tweet us. We want to see where you're rocking your merch from. But this has been episode number 555 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Vineland. I'm your boy, KB. Let's have ourselves a trade deadline. And we'll see you Wednesday night talking all about it. But until then, I'm getting the heck up out of here. And I am signing off. Peace.